I have a confession to make. I had the idea to write a book for years before I finally put pen to paper and published the book. So the big question is this, how do people like me who battle doubt and insecurity push past their fears and publish a book? Well, that is the question, and this podcast is going to give you the answers. So join me as I bring you behind-the-scenes interviews and insights so that you can move forward and publish your book with boldness and courage. My name is Coach Tam, and this is Publishing Secrets. In a culture that is increasingly hostile toward Christianity, it can be easy to feel like our voices are being drowned out. But we have power. We have God on our side, and we have the power of technology that can be used for good. Using technology, we can make our voices heard in a way like never before. And starting a podcast is one of the most effective ways to do that. We can choose to start a God-honoring podcast that tackles tough issues and make a powerful impact for Christ in today's world. That's why I'm excited to have with me on the show today, Jackie and Megan. They are the creators and hosts of the Let's Talk About It podcast. Their goal for the podcast is to have a space to talk freely about topics that are messy, awkward, hard, or controversial, and to create a space for healing. Now, what's interesting is Jackie is a devout Catholic and Megan is Protestant, and they love that they have the opportunity to talk about differing views while still caring for and respecting each other. This quote from their website says it all. In a culture of social media outrage, division, and canceling, we want to create an environment in which we can have fruitful discussion and disagreement. We welcome you to join us in this endeavor. It was so exciting to have Jackie and Megan join us in the Christian Authors Network community for our May meetup, and I want you to be able to benefit from that conversation as well. You're going to learn so much in this interview. You'll learn how they started their podcast and how the podcast concept uh, began to grow as they leaned into what God was telling them. You'll learn how they are able to get along, even though they have different religious backgrounds. And you'll also learn how they were able to get people interested in their podcast. This is the episode that you need to listen to if you're thinking about starting one or if God is nudging you to step out. This is going to give you the ideas and the insights that you need to move forward. Enjoy. Each of you had your own individual journeys and missions before this podcast started. So we always love to hear how God has been working in your life. Uh, So I would love to start, Jackie, let's start with you. Tell us a little bit about your life prior to the podcast. Hi. Yeah. So thanks you so much for having us. Um, I was, so as, as you said, I was born and raised um, Catholic. I ended up going to Franciscan university of Steubenville, which is a Catholic university. And while I was there, when I was getting ready to graduate, um, I felt this call from God to, to work in ministry, to work in nonprofit. So I decided to move to Chicago, which is where I am now and work for an organization called Emmaus Ministries, which um, serves men that are victims of sex trafficking and and are a survival prostitution. So I did that for a year. And then I um, got a job at Aid for Women, which is like a crisis pregnancy care center here in Chicago, a nonprofit that helps women that are in crisis pregnancies. And that's where I met Megan. (laughs) So that's where Megan and I met. And 
while I was here in Chicago, I ended up um, taking on a lot of um, responsibility of women's ministry at my church. So I um, lead a small group where women come together to help, you know, talk and cultivate their faith. And now I work at Catholic Charities in their fundraising department. So continuing in the nonprofit Christian mm-hmm. world, which Catholic Charities is a lot of different things with the homeless and immigration and just different issues. So I'm really happy to be there and have just continued that call that I got when I was in college to um, to serve the least among us. And um, it's just beautiful, the journey that God's brought me on. I never expected to meet Megan and then be here now. <laughs> um, so it's been really great. Yeah. Wow. That is awesome. So in college, you felt this call and this tug to serve. Um, Now there's a lot of things that happen in college. So (laughs) that's pretty amazing (laughs) that you uh, really felt called to serve going back to college. And yeah, sometimes we're surprised with what God does with that call. Megan, what about you? Tell us a little about, about your journey. Yeah, Jackie and I always laugh because we we feel like we have parallel journeys. It was just like the Catholic version and the Protestant version. (laughs) So I actually also felt a call to ministry from God on my life. And that was what got me to move to Chicago. And I attended uh, Moody Bible Institute. So I got a degree in ministry to women because I really felt God Mm -hmm. was calling me specifically to minister to women either in like the church or a nonprofit setting. Um, that was just really heavy on my heart. So after I graduated, that's when I started working at Aid for Women, <laughs> which helps women with crisis pregnancies. So I was one of their advocates. That's how I started there. And that was really just meeting one-on-one with the women coming in and just being their point person, um, you know, helping them with the needs that they were facing as they kind of went mm. through an unexpected pregnancy. And it really opened my eyes to like a lot of just the issues <laughs> with, mm. you know, our city and just our, our world. And so I, I was working there for quite a while. And then I also got elected to my women's ministry board at my church. So then mm. I started doing women's ministry at my church as well. So helping with event planning, um, mentoring, serving the women in the community of the west side of Chicago, which is um, a more impoverished area and has a lot of, you know, gang activity and just overall trauma and hurt. So a very unique setting to be in. Um, And so I continue to serve in that capacity there. Wow. You guys are, you truly have a servant's heart. That's what I hear. Um, And it's gone. Uh, it's been with you for quite some time. So, I mean, it's not like you guys didn't have stuff going on. You had plenty going on between your work for your full-time job, your service and ministry, all of this. So what made you decide to come together to create a podcast? Yeah, well, it started as a joke. It was in (laughs) the midst of COVID Uh, and we were, uh, we, at the time we both worked together and we were joking about starting a podcast with, to talk about or share about our jobs or something like that, but that would not have been, it's not the kind of nonprofit that you would start a podcast for. So it was just kind of like a joke. And then I just, I don't know what it was. I was just praying and I just, this idea, I definitely think it was the Holy spirit just kind of popped in my head and I felt God be like, wait a second, like maybe you should actually think about this. Um, and I really felt like I should ask Megan to actually pray about starting a podcast. And I, I thought about that because in our friendship, Megan and I, I felt like we had a very similar openness to talk about these topics that a lot of 
people don't like to talk about. And we realized that some of our other friends didn't want to speak about, and we both had gotten feedback in our own lives that we were really good at sharing about these things, whether it was in conversations or separately on our social media in a way that was, um, both productive and appropriate, um, and helped other people be able to, um, kind of get into these issues that cause a lot of shame usually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just all kind of clicked in my head and I was like, okay, I'm going to keep praying about this. And then I'm going to ask Megan to pray <laughs> about it. And then if we both agree, then we're going to try. <laughs> um, and it just so happened to work out that Megan's husband had a lot of the equipment and knew what we would need to start a podcast because it was something that he had done for work in the past. So yeah. Yeah, we both just came together. We felt good about it. And then the like list of ideas for the podcast just like felt like it was just we had a giant list within one hour of just sitting down and typing out. So it just felt it felt very much led by the Holy Spirit. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I love that. So um yeah, you know, no doubt the openness that you have both displayed in your individual journeys had to play a role in just even being open to going down this path, your personal relationship uh, with God played a role. And then I love how you wanted her to pray with you. Like you both took time to pray and consider Mm -hmm. this and really see, do we both agree that this is the way that God is leading us? Mm -hmm. And then the tools and the equipment was there. Uh, What a amazing hookup from God that... (laughs) All of the equipment is provided because, you know, a lot of times people, when they're wanting to start something new, um, especially something like a podcast, they get really um, concerned about the tech and how they're going to do it. But the resources were provided for you. So that's such an amazing story. And a lesson for us, right, is if we feel that God is leading us towards something, um, first of all, be open to it. Uh, Secondly, take it to God in prayer and then trust that he's going to provide whatever we need to fulfill the call that he has given us. Um, Let's talk about the concept for the podcast and how you came up with it. Because you said ideas just started kind of downloading. So kind of talk to us a little bit about what that really looked like for you, ladies. Yeah, well, we really looked at even just the differences that we had with each other, you know, because like Jackie being Catholic, me being Protestant, just different backgrounds. Um, But we really loved that in our friendship, even before we like started a podcast, we just very naturally were very open with each other. We very naturally just kind of fell into this sort of difficult topics about like healing and faith and, you know, messy stuff people don't like to talk about like sex and just you know how all of that interacts and we were very open with each other and we found that it was really even helpful for us to talk to each other and the that that released a lot of shame from our lives so Hmm. we really just loved that we were like wow we are really different like we really shouldn't get along as well as we do and yet look at the strength of our friendship so Hmm. we just really felt strongly, even individually about talking about really difficult topics and, you know, that some people might shy away from and finding that that conversation brings light to areas of shame and darkness. Mm -hmm. And that was something that we saw the gospel doing and something we saw Jesus doing was, Mm -hmm. you know, Jesus didn't shy away from, you know, talking to the woman at the well (laughs) when that was Mm -hmm. something that was kind of socially unacceptable. And so we, 
really just wanted to demonstrate what is healthy conversations about these topics, even when there's disagreement involved, mm-hmm. you know, cause sometimes we like, we call it like debating. We're not really like debating, but we'll talk yeah. about like our differences in like faith and what we believe, but we want to demonstrate that, you know, we can have godly disagreement and we mm-hmm. can foster kind of this countercultural sort of response and environment um, that's sort of foreign because I feel like nowadays we either shy away when we have differences yeah. or we are really aggressive and We're we want to show that there is a different way. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I love that. It's true. They're, the cancel culture is real these days. So you is even being able to work together and do a podcast and debate without letting your emotions um, run away, uh, without it becoming unhealthy. I love that word that you use, um, has to take a lot of intentionality. Uh, I would also imagine just there had to be a, a degree of bravery to not just talk about these topics amongst yourselves, but to go public with it because now anyone can listen to this podcast and hear what each of you have said and all of these things. So were you at all concerned about how people would react to um, the topics that you were planning to discuss? Yeah, I definitely think uh, we were definitely nervous about certain topics more than others. Talking about mental health, we were a little nervous about. There's a lot of judgment. Um especially in Christian communities, if you talk about mental health or seeking treatment for that. So we were nervous about topics like that. And we were talking about things like, you know, like Megan said, like relationships and sex and purity culture and things that people in either of our circles or just on the internet that might find it might really disagree with our view on it, like fellow Christians. So we were definitely nervous about that. Uh, We were also just nervous. I know Megan was nervous about how like Catholic viewers would react to her opinions. And I was a little nervous about her, how her, like the Protestant, her viewers that more people she knew are just on the internet. Like I said, that end up finding it because you don't know who's going to end up finding it would react. Um, But we found that people were actually really hungry and open to hearing two people that disagreed discuss um, something in such a charitable manner, because it was something that you don't really see on the internet that much. Mm -hmm. And then also I would receive messages from people that I didn't even know were struggling with certain things in their lives and just saying, thank you so much for talking about this. Mm -hmm. I didn't like, I just didn't know that there were other people out there that were struggling with these things. Mm -hmm. Um, so it ended up being very rewarding, but it was definitely scary because we also shared our personal experiences with different things, um, which is vulnerable. Yeah. So being very vulnerable, but we're definitely, it was definitely worth it. Um, but it took a little bit of, okay, we're going to hit share and send this into the world. And I don't know what comments we're going to get back about this. So, but it really was worth it because, you know, even just having a few people at a time reach out and be like, that Mm -hmm. really helped me. Like I even had a family member who listened to an episode and she was like, oh, because of that episode, I felt like I could come to you and like, get your like help because I'm struggling with anxiety really bad. Mm. And she wouldn't have been able, like she was too scared to go anyone and talk to anyone, but because I was open and because I was willing to share my story, Mm. she felt like I was a safe person to come to. And that's Mm. huge. And I felt like that, that was worth any hate (laughs) that we Mm -hmm. could ever receive. 
Mm-hmm. I love that. And, and sometimes, right, we get in our minds that we're going to get all of this backlash yeah. and it never happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, sometimes our expectations um, are that things are going to happen, but they aren't. And instead, what we learn is that people are set free um, and people feel empowered as a result of us sharing our testimony and as I heard you sharing that, um, you know, I just believe that that many times the enemy uses that to try mm-hmm. to keep us from sharing so that people will not get the deliverance that they need. So um, when we can can be obedient, even when it's scary, um, if we can be obedient, there is a blessing on the other side of that, not just for us, because it sounds like you guys uh, felt better having an opportunity to discuss it, but it also blessed others. And I hope uh, those in the community, uh, as you're listening to this, that you're taking that away, right? Is that as you are sharing your testimony, as you are discussing difficult topics, topics that you may even think people will judge you on, um, there is someone that needs to hear that. There's someone else that feels that same uh, uh, perhaps hesitation. And by you being brave, it will empower someone else to be brave. So ladies, thank you for doing that. I want to talk a little bit about the fact that you're both Christians, but have different religious backgrounds today that can create so much division. (laughs) You can even actually be within the same, the same, uh, you can both be Catholics (laughs) or both be Protestant. And still, we still can't find a way to get along. So I I just wonder from your perspective, because this is something that you're obviously very passionate about is finding a way to come together. What do you think is the key for us being able to come together as a Christian community, even when we disagree? Yeah, I definitely think it's very relevant. (laughs) Um, And I think that's where kind of the name of our podcast came about. Just the let's talk about it. Like it sort of boils down to that. You know, our goal with everything is like, let's just talk about it. I think Mm -hmm. a lot of times division is caused because people don't really understand, you know, there's an understanding that's what brings compassion. And so we actually found, even before we started the podcast, we would talk to each other. Like, I'd be like, hey, what's the deal about Mary? And, you know, just have those like very frank conversations (laughs) about like the differences in what we believed. And even having those conversations, we realized about ourselves, like, wow, I really had a caricature of who I thought you were and what I thought you believed. And it was only through actually sitting down and talking to you and listening Mm -hmm. to you that I realized yeah, I didn't walk away and I didn't agree with you. Like, I'm not Catholic. Yeah, (laughs) I'm not converting, but I understand. And I can actually kind Mm. of see where you come from and I can respect you and we can actually move forward from that. And I think in unity, even through our disagreement, you know, we have this strength of a friendship, even though we disagree on like pretty foundational things. And so it's really that compassion that comes with just being willing to talk to someone and listen to them and actually hear it from them instead of sort of creating this idea of who they are Mm. and what they believe, you know, because I think scripture is very clear that sin and Satan, they work in the dark, right? Mm -hmm. That's where things fester. And it's in the light that things are brought forth and changed. Mm -hmm. And that's like the light of the gospel as well. So even just like sitting down the two of us, and having conversations, we would laugh because it was like funny, like, oh, wow, I really thought you believed this and you don't, you know? <laughs> wow. 
that's so powerful, right? Is sometimes we can make associations based on what we think, you know, you're this. So that means you believe this or you think this way. Um, and it's not even true. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So what you find out through conversation is that a lot of the things that we believe about other people are not founded. Um, so I, I love what you shared. I, I, I agree. The key is being willing to talk and being willing to listen because we can be so focused on getting our point across that we're not, we're, we're listening so that we can respond, not listening so that we can understand. Um, mm-hmm. And that's a really important point that you have shared is being willing to listen to the other person's point of view, even if you disagree, because what we're not, we're not necessarily trying to get to agreement. What we're trying to get to is understanding. I want to understand mm-hmm. um, what is driving um, your views around this. I want to understand why you are so passionate about X, Y, and Z. And we may still, as you have shared, we may still be on two opposite sides of this issue when this conversation is said and done, but I can now have a better understanding of why it's important to you. And I could recognize um, that that doesn't make you a bad person just because mm-hmm. you believe something different. Um, and I think, you know, in today's culture, unfortunately, we don't see as much of that. It's it's because you voted this way or because you did this, and that means you're bad. And now I can't talk to you. <laughs> but what what is to, to unify us is mm-hmm. our belief in Christ. And you ladies have been able to, um, to stay focused on that, on what you have in common uh, versus being divided by uh, your differences. So I, I love this. And I love the, the things that you are doing with your podcast. Now let's talk a little bit more about the podcast element of it, because we have people in our community that want to start a podcast. Um, but the concept of doing it can sometimes seem a little bit overwhelming. So it sounds like kind of the ideas of what you wanted to focus on came pretty easily. What steps did you guys take after you we're clear on what you wanted to focus on to actually get the podcast up and running. Yeah. Well, we definitely had to let go of it being perfect, which I think <laughs> yes. is what's like the scariest part of it. Both as um, recovering perfectionists. Right. Um, we, yeah. we had to just start and we didn't want to compare ourselves to people that had like thousands of followers or just know mm-hmm. that our sound may not be the best at first. Like it was trial and error. So we just had to start and just do it. And that was the hardest part was knowing that maybe our first episodes wouldn't be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you, if you listen to our season, like the first one verse now, our sound is way better. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, it just, it definitely were some growing pains where it would take us longer to record or just to get comfortable, but you really do just get so much com- more comfortable. Even if we take a little, little bit of a break, like we just get into it now we're used to it. Um, so a lot of it's just starting and not trying to be perfect or just knowing you're not going to be perfect, but doing something is better than nothing. Because even looking back at those episodes where maybe the sound's not the best or something else is off, they still have really valuable you know, content in them. And if we hadn't started, then we just wouldn't be, we wouldn't have gotten to where we are now. That's good. Um, yeah. And I think we also, I mean, it was kind of convenient because we started during quarantine COVID, like we were in each other's quarantine bubble because we worked together. So it kind of just worked out that we had like several months to just learn the ropes and figure things out and work out some of the kinks and bugs. 
uh, without the pressure of like releasing content, like people aren't listening mm. to it yet, you know? And so we really took like several months to basically record an entire That's season it. at the beginning mm-hmm. that, wow. you know, we were just figuring it out. We were learning, we were collecting guests and interviews. And I think that was huge because it really got us started kind of a foot forward. Cause once we started releasing content, we were already working on season two. And that was huge mm. because then we could have that consistency and actually build up listeners and kind of get like a, a loyalty with our audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that awesome. really helped. And it made us feel more comfortable and just kind of like took a little bit of that stress of starting away. Mm. I love that. So you guys actually recorded the whole first season yeah. and uh, it just knocked it out and then mm-hmm. released it. Now I'm curious because um, I might've been tempted to do this. I might've been tempted to like delete some of those earlier ones because- <laughs> I hadn't published them yet. Like, I mean, were you just tempted to be like, okay, we're not going to use that one. <laughs> or or did you always just think we're going to publish all of them? You know, I think there was like a few times where we had like a guest on and they were calling in and we just like, didn't know how to do that yet. Like we weren't yeah. prepared, you know, the audio was pretty bad, but it was so hard. Cause I'm really like, the content is so good. Like people need to hear mm. this. And so I think that's where you know, Jackie's saying just releasing some of that perfectionism came in because yeah. we just had to be like, okay, Lord, like mm-hmm. we feel like yeah. you want this, you know, out that you want this word out there. And we have to just let go and like be a little humble that it's not yeah. perfect and it's not anywhere yeah. near where we want it. Yeah. Um, and we've found that even some of those really like kind of <laughs> episodes that were a little, uh, people loved and got yeah. like some of the most listens, um, which is embarrassing because you're like, oh no, that's <laughs> yeah. the one with the bad Everyone audio. heard it. Yeah. But, but you it know, shows that the Holy Spirit was there and that, that this yes. was something people needed to hear. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. I love that. I, I was, I was just thinking the same thing, right? Because it took us out of the equation because it clearly wasn't us because it wasn't <laughs> perfect. <laughs> um, but it's really the message. And I, I think that happens a lot, right? Is when we might be not at our best, that's an opportunity for God to really uh, just show his strength and his power and for him to get all the glory from uh, what has been produced. So I- I'm honestly not surprised that those are some of your <laughs> most downloaded episodes. And then I think it's also, you know, I just want to share this for the benefit of the community. Like people want to know that you're human too. I, I-, I know I've had episodes on my podcast. I was like, oh my God, I wish I could delete it. But right. <laughs> I talk to myself all the time. Like, no, because people need to know that you had a journey. Like you weren't always Uh, you didn't always have it all figured out and you didn't always have the answers. And yeah, so some of the first ones weren't as great as I wanted them to be, but we all grow through it, right? So just like as authors, you maybe your first thing that you wrote maybe isn't quite as awesome as the latest thing that you wrote. Um, But as these ladies have shared, if you don't ever get started, you can never get better. So you have to start somewhere. So thank you for... Uh, reinforcing that message. We're going to get ready um, to wrap up, um, but I want to touch on before we do, because you talked about um, downloads. And as a podcaster, that's one of the things that we watch. How many people are listening? How many people are downloading this? Um, And typically when we start something new, we have work to do to get the word out about the podcast. So how did you guys tackle the marketing uh, component of getting the word out about your podcast? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, we definitely um, used 
social media because we both knew that we had like a following base that would be interested in the topics that we were sharing. Um, it definitely helped when we had different guests on that also had a following or something, then that can help kind of collaborate and help each other um, have the other, each other's audiences be exposed yeah. to the other person was great. We started an email list as well, which Megan does every week with our podcast episode. Awesome. Um, and I think that was yeah. really helpful because it, it got the episodes right in front of people's face. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, because you know, we have people who are always like, Oh yeah, I would love to listen to your podcast. I love it. And they just, they don't think to like go actively look it up. So having it just an episode sent right to them, then they would be like, oh, and there's one little button and they can click it and Mm -hmm. it goes right to the episode and then they can listen and download. And that's great because it looks good on our stats. (laughs) (laughs) But I would say, yeah. And, and even just having patience because at the beginning Mm -hmm. it was slow, you know, like a lot of it was just word of mouth. Mm -hmm. Like we had some friends, they listened, they liked it. They told their friends, they listened, Mm -hmm. they liked it. They told their friends and it just kind of continued like that. So we had to be patient, you know, like, okay, we're, we're kind of posting and it kind of feels like it's just like into the void and no one's listening, (laughs) but now we look and we have hundreds and hundreds of downloads. So it's like, Oh wow. Okay. It it builds over time. And we can't look and compare ourselves to someone who has, you know, years and years of posting content and a whole studio behind them. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's so powerful. The, the reminder about being patient, right? Um, It's not going to happen overnight, but what I also heard is there was progress all along the way, right? So you kind of got your first milestone. Okay, I got my friends to listen. Cool. Uh, and then they told some other people, okay, cool, a little bit more. And, you know, over time, your audience, your territory um, continued to grow and more people were exposed to it. And then you realized that you also had some tools that you could use like email to help like you said, put it in front of people to make sure that they see it and they don't forget about um, the podcast and the work that you're doing. So um, it so aligns with what um, we do as Christian authors as well, as we have to be intentional about leveraging the tool, social media um, being one of them to get the message out. So uh, there's so many similarities. The things that you ladies are focused on are the things that we have to be focused on in writing our books. And so if we can really get that down or at least make progress with that, then launching this podcast is really just an extension of it, right? Mm-hmm. It's just another way of publishing. Um, it's another way of getting our message out um, and perhaps reaching some people that uh, would rather listen than read. So I appreciate you ladies being willing to spend time with us and talk about your journey. Um, I'd like to ask one last question um, to wrap up our time together. And if there are any questions from any uh, members of the community, feel free to drop those in the chat. Um, and Robin, if you see any, let, let us know and we'll, we'll uh, share that with Jackie and Megan. What is your advice? Right? You've been doing this for a little bit now. For someone who is just starting out, they want to use um, a podcast to be able to spread the gospel. What is the number one piece of advice that you ladies would give to someone that's thinking about doing that? Yeah. Well, just start. That's always, that's just the best thing. Like just start, just do it. It's not going to be perfect. You will learn along the way, but if you feel a calling on your heart from God to do something like just start 
just do it. And if it, you know, it's meant to continue, then it, you, it will like, because God provides the resources. We saw that with ours along the way, like we figured things out, we learned, um, we were so lucky to have like Megan's husband to help us at the beginning. Uh, and like God will provide the way and the resources. You just, you just need to say yes. And you just need to start because if you never say yes, then God, he's not going to force you to, you you know, you can't. (laughs) So just saying yes. And then working with the Holy spirit and just moving forward and knowing it's not going to be perfect. That's okay. You can learn along the way. And, um, and if you feel a nudge kind of going with it, cause you know, like we found like there were people we wanted to ask to come on as guests and we're like, Oh, they would never ever. Like we are such a little podcast. And then we'd reach (laughs) out, like, we just like, okay, shoot your shot, like reach out. And they would, they would love to come on. And like, they're a human. Like, I think we sometimes forget that. Like they're also Mm. just a person. Mm -hmm. And so even just, yeah, if feeling that nudge, like whether it's, you know, the inspiration to start or even like, oh, I really want to have this person on, or I really want to talk about this, like, just go for it. The mm-hmm. worst that can happen is it doesn't really work out. Like, you know, there are much worse things in life. Um, and then I think also just being consistent, like we said at the very beginning, we were very consistent and that really helped people kind mm-hmm. of get an expectation from us. Like they knew mm-hmm. they were getting content every week. And that helped us grow. And it really was huge. And I think if we were kind of sporadic at the beginning, it sort of would have lost people, Mm. you know, they might've enjoyed one episode, but they're not going to think to come back for more. Mm. And so just that consistency of communication of getting in front of them helped grow. And that was like really monumental at the beginning. So I think that would be like something looking back, I would really want to encourage myself with because it was hard to be that Mm. consistent. Well, I hope that you have enjoyed this week's episode of Publishing Secrets, where our mission is to inspire you to write, publish, and profit in a way that honors God. If this episode has been a blessing to you, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, then rate and review. And if you want support in your journey, whether you are a current author or an aspiring author, then join us on Facebook in the Christian Authors Network. Wherever you are in your journey, we have the best next step for you. So join us there and get the support that you need to make the impact that you have been called to make. Until next time, God bless.